ready? Born ready. everybody this is Paulette from the Simply Paulette podcast I'm so excited this year of just being on the reset of many things new perspectives new ideas I want you to take a little moment and just sit in on the conversation that Keith and I discussed about relationships see you next week I feel like that there was a societal defining of things in a defining of order when your dad and mom was choosing your mates well okay when we go back to the old school days well i'm saying y'all didn't really i feel like dating is relatively new i know like, but I feel the, like I'm, grandparents I'm, didn't get a date like y'all got the date right but, but my look, grandparents i don't know if they dated so much as actually courted because now i'm taking you away from your family we're about to get married and stuff Young, right? Like, okay, so 30s. let me let me sort of explain myself. Okay, so we're in an era where it's a lot of expectations with no defining conversations to lead in. Mm-hmm. So for me, coming in at at after thirty years of marriage, I was oblivious of how people behaved in the single world, mm-hmm. as most people are are behaving now. So I began to say, this is what I got to do to get some new parameters of how things going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what the world is doing. You live in the world, but you have to define how your life is going to be. It doesn't matter how people approach you. It ain't even no matter what people say to you. It's how you answer. So here I am. I'm out here immediately. It is still a custom thing for women and men to think if you meet somebody where well, I am going to immediately ask her out for dinner. And it is a reasonable expectation that both of the people think that if he asks you out, then he is taking you to dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't participate like that. Well, why not? Now I'm going to tell you why. Because you just met me. Now, did you? But did you ever participate like that? Like, is that never a, is that a generational thing? Like, when you were younger and a young man approached you, he said, "Let's go out." Would you? No, well, you asked, because when I got you know, married, the rule is you ask me because vice versa, right? If but I was in that. Me, I'm gonna assume when I get there, she's taking care of everything because you asked me exactly. But I think this is where, and I'm just telling you coming from everybody has these different backgrounds. Mm. And so I'm not telling people to adopt my strategy. I am just telling you why my strategy for me have caused my dating experience to not be horrific. It has been a great experience of getting to know some nice gentlemen. Mm. It I had positive experiences. And even when I came up into a situation that I no longer wanted to continue to talk to this person or felt like this person and I was on different vibes, mm-hmm. it still was a positive experience and an opportunity for me to learn something about myself that I would not have learned without that experience. 
So this is what I'm saying. When you first meet somebody sociably, especially mm-hmm. if you're an extrovert like me, mm-hmm. you meet people all the time. Yeah. And if you are so, sort of the type of person that people perceive you to be a person they would have a good time with, they would enjoy themselves, it is it is a normal response for them to say, hey, let me get your number, let's, let's meet. But immediately when somebody take notice mm-hmm. of me mm-hmm. and ask for my number and we get to talking, they say, hey, can we go out to dinner? I immediately take control of that situation and say, oh, yeah, why don't we meet at Starbucks? Why don't we meet at the Beltline? Well, I mean, that's that's you. See, right. that's, that's where the gap with, the women in our generation falls because all you all you're mentioning is game. Okay, right? so this is this is what I'm saying with because the young most woman. brothers. Most brothers would, I mean, most brothers would opt for that. Like I would rather try to take you to the Starbucks or Beltline first, right? Before we start exchanging these funds and before there's an expectation on my side. Because if Ruth Chris is our first date and I'm spending money, what what do you think I'm expecting? Exactly. And this is what I'm saying. This is why a lot of women, what I am wanting to encourage them is, look, maybe you need to rethink the strategy and the method in which you are approaching dating to get more positive experiences. Mm -hmm. Because the first thing that women are challenged with, if a man do take you to Ruth Chris's, uh, the steakhouse, Mm -hmm. or he takes you out to a place that he think is of value, Mm -hmm. There is an immediate expectation on his part that he's expecting something out of you. Okay. And then let me also put a caveat on that's why the money is. I I hear what you're saying. And I think what people should take from, especially a young lady should take from this is, you know, you should get to know your brother. Right. Because. Uh, steakhouse dinner for somebody who just got signed to the NBA, that's probably like giving somebody a $20 bill versus that state, same state dinner from a brother who's working 80 hours a week. That state dinner probably was his whole overtime. I so agree. So now the value has to, uh, you know, like if right. you get to know me, then you'll know, oh, if Keith only made this much and he took me here, that must have been valuable or vice versa. That boy did be spending money on anything. He bought me a laptop or whatever. He buys everybody laptops. Right. You know, if it gets like I that. agree. But this is what I'm saying, Keith, about this is why I think it's important that it it is a methodology mm-hmm. of developing where first finding, developing, and maintaining relationships. Okay. So when you go out here. For you to literally be in a place where when you meet somebody, okay, this doesn't, um, this isn't age relevant. This is skill relevant. When you meet somebody, there are many things that you could assess in that conversation in just in first view that can tell you a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. But a lot of times people are ignoring that and advancing to a premature onset of actions that are not uh, sustainable for something quality. 
So let me ask you this, uh, for this potential person that you're, you're speaking of, right? right? What is their mindset? Is this the person that is dating with a purpose to get married at the end? Is this a person dating because they want to be monogamous? Or is this a person that's just dating, getting to know people? And this is what I'm saying. This, this, uh, uh, the path, what I'm not trying to do is give a one, two, three, one size fit all. Mm-hmm. But one thing that is very important, there are certain skill sets that are going to be relevant to everybody. It's just like, it doesn't matter whether you build um, a 2,000 square foot house or a 10,000 square foot house or 50,000. There are universal things that goes into how you lay a foundation. Mm. And there is universal things that are foundational to any relationship. And the very first thing that is foundational to building any relationship, you got to be very clear who you are, what you're looking for, and do you have the ability to ask someone to do something for you that you yourself is not willing to do for your own self. Hold on, hold on. So the last thing you said is you have to be able to accept the fact that basically you're going to pursue somebody who you said can do something for you that you haven't done yourself. That you're not even willing to do for yourself. Like what? you mean just any task or you just mean like just like love yourself? Like you mean like talking about like inspiration? No, anything. Just say, for instance, if I am going to come to the table and I, okay, I clearly know who I am. Mm-hmm. I clearly know what I want. Mm-hmm. And I clearly know what I want of another person. Now, for you to be able to negotiate that person mm-hmm. to consider you in that way, you have got to know what you have got to bring to the table that would be appropriate for that person to think is worth their while. And then that thing is basically kind maybe something that other person wouldn't even do for themselves. I'm sorry. Repeat that. Uh, That thing is something like that you said that you or the other person wouldn't do for themselves. Like, okay, let, let me make it clear. If I am, if I am a woman who, I want to be a homemaker. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to be a homemaker that can live at a certain level of life. Okay. Okay. And then I want a gentleman who has the financial uh, status mm-hmm. that can do that. Then it is okay for me to want to approach him, but I got to clearly be willing to negotiate and know how to position myself as a woman to supply the things that he is in need of to make what he's doing effectively and better. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So when you're, you're just thinking you're just going to show up and be like the housewives of Atlanta, which is not really a, a reality to real life, and drinking um, teas and wines and going out and shopping and all, that's not the reality. It is still today, it is not a foreign thing for a woman to find a man of any status mm-hmm. that can provide a lifestyle that she wants to live every solid relationship that you will look in society and do that, you will find women that are doing that. Mm -hmm. And not all of them were as accomplished as they became. 
Okay, I see what you mean. So like, and, and on both sides, like you could, you you're the man worth a million dollars. You're right. the woman. You haven't amassed a million dollars yet. Right. But it's okay for you to approach that brother because you can help him amass more millions. Because you got the mindset exactly. of a woman that can accommodate the the uh, the lack of efficiency that he has mm-hmm. on that level. Mm-hmm. Because nobody gets anywhere without a team. You're right. You're right. Nobody gets anywhere. And it is a lot of men who are seeking that kind of companionship, but the women who are pursuing them are women who are ignorant to the fact of what they need. Uh, I like that, I like that, I like that. So, and, and it is true, the reason why, you know, now this is where I disagreed in many levels, but not all, with like Samuel... Um, Kevin Samuels. Yeah, Kevin Samuels. Because he used to... Um, talk to women and he was pointing out their efficiency but what he wasn't looking at a lot of these women have the heart to accommodate the men they were pursuing uh, I'm, I'm this some of the women I think the ones he was going back on they did it because as soon as he told them kind of what you're saying hey right. you want to get first of all you want to be with the six figure high earning brother First thing you need to understand is you haven't made six figures. Correct. That brother has. But let me tell you why. So you have to bring something to the table to help with that financial status. Like there's nothing that you can do with your child. Let me tell you something. This is why I disagree with him. Okay. You can't judge when a woman or a man, and and, and I'm going to first stick to women first, and then I'm going to go back to how women make the same mistake. You cannot judge if a woman is able to accommodate a man when she's completely ignorant of what it takes to get him. Okay. If you educate her instead of humiliating her, many of them would be willing to do the one, two, three to be in a position to do it. Now, you have to speak for women. Right, right. right. How many women learn by just a conversation? How many women learn, uh, I don't want to say through humiliation, but just to say negative tactics, whether it be humiliation, degradation, even boisterous, loud noises like, hey, I've asked you to do this a couple times. We talked about it. But when I yell about it, oh, it gets hopped too, you know, or I have to break it down and make you feel crazy about it. You know, it's kind of like, you know, um, when you have your relationships with your siblings, right? Right. And you talk to your brother and your sister. Right. You almost have to make them realize how stupid the mistake, how stupid the statement you just said to me was. Break it down step by step. Unfortunately, at the end, you will feel humiliated because you're like, damn, that was stupid. But you'll walk away and like, okay, well, the next question is, if you ask me, well, all right, Keith, you brought me down, but what can I do? Ah. Now I know I can help you. Now I know I can run with you because you you're open to the help. If I do that, and your response is, "Well, if that anyway." That, that well, well, I'm, you're not, I'm you're not, not trying to. I can't. You're not susceptible because I just broke it down. You were humiliated through the process because that was a stupid mistake. You know, it's kind of like when you do a crime, they right. put you in cuffs, they humiliate you as you walk to the car. That's part of doing the stupid thing, right? Is the humiliation. 
Right. So it's like, if you didn't do this stupid thing, and vice versa, same thing for guys, right? Guys will see their partner with somebody, a girl that they shouldn't be with. Hey, man, don't get with her. Stupid mistake. Now you look humiliated when she's online or on social media talking crazy about you. Oh, now you're humiliated, but you learn from it. But you had, you made that stupid mistake. That's where the humiliation comes from. So I don't think Kevin Samuels was trying to humiliate, but it was like, you're coming to me and you say you want a man that makes six figures. Cool. He asked the same questions, right? What you look like? How much you weigh? How many kids? Why would you make a crazy or quote unquote stupid statement and say, well, I am crazily overweight because a lot of times they give you a weight that's crazy overweight. It's not just, oh, I got to lose some weight. No, the weight sounds crazy and you have more than three kids. Then on top of that, you'll add multiple baby fathers. Then on top of that, you'll add that you're not even making nowhere near six figures. Oh, okay. Let me tell you about the stupid mistake you made and let me break you down because your first stupid mistake was you're shooting for a high six-figure brother. You're not even going to run into that brother. But what you can run into, if you're making only $30,000, you can run into a $60,000, $70,000 brother who probably would take care of you and them kids. But because you made that stupid decision of shooting too high, I got to humiliate you and bring you back down. And then that's when he gets on his scale, right, from 1 to 10. And then if you say you're a 5 or a 6, come on. And only women do that. Only okay. women will be 5 or 6s and shoot for a 10. You'll never see a brother who's at a 5 or a 6 and just jump. For a 10. That's not true. That is very true. You see every day. Okay, what what was Wendy Williams' husband? <laughs> what, what was Wendy Williams? And no, no. <laughs> Wendy Williams had money. No, no. She had <laughs> money, but money. See, like Kevin Samuel said, the money isn't the, on the scale. Money doesn't add points to y'all. Okay, but. Money okay, adds but points no, to us. No, no. But you can be a 10. Or you can be a five with five million dollars. Okay. That won't help a brother. Okay, still but let me, let me let me go back to uh-huh. this because I I make reference to Kevin Samuels because he's a popular voice mm-hmm. that that was speaking to women just like Steve Harvey. Yeah. So let me let me first apologize to to not only the young sisters who are behind me. Mm-hmm. I apologize for even the sisters that's my age. And I apologize also to the sisters that is above me because there have been many things that have come in and confused the woman in our society today. Mm -hmm. A lot of women before me was discouraged by women my age and younger looking at the decisions they made to keep a family together as being weak and stupid. Because we had not yet amassed the experiences to understand their decisions. I apologize to the women who were my age that didn't have a peer voice that allowed them to understand that you're in a place where you may be confused or you may even be in a bad situation. But I'm not even going to judge your situation as much as I'm just going to be in this space with you. Mm -hmm. And feed you what you need to hear whether you choose it or not and then I don't even know how to apologize for the girls that are behind me 
Well, I don't think it apologized too much yet because I don't know if they made the mistakes yet. I think this is okay, time but for this learn. is what I'm saying. I do think there is a lot because I'm gonna tell you something. You, if you, this is something that is not an opinion. This is something that is truly factual. As you look at the quality of women of any society mm-hmm. and how they are revered or honored, you will see a strong and better society. Mm-hmm. So I I look at even myself, the decisions I've made as a younger woman and even uh, decisions I make now mm-hmm. that may not be the best for me, but the only wisdom that I have now, I am very confident to live um, free of the worry of mistakes because I'm confident I'm making the best decision for me. You know? Mm-hmm. And because I'm confident... It, it gives me the openness I need to sometimes hear things, even if it's not being said in a nice way. Mm-hmm. And so when I make reference to Samuel, uh, Kevin Samuels, um, and, and even Steve Harvey, I, I, what I'm trying to get women to see is it's a difference in being humiliated mm-hmm. and being humbled. A lot of those women that was coming on Kevin uh, Samuel's show should have been humbled, not humiliated. But I feel like you have to have humility to be humble. No, you don't have to have humility to be humble because any wise woman, any true wise woman who done lived enough, you don't have to humiliate your man to humble him. And, and, And no man should have to humiliate a woman to humble her, humble her. That is why you got so many broken women now is because men don't understand the power of their words in, in the ears of a woman who um, uh, is encouraged by the security he can bring. Okay, but... You don't have to be humiliated. And I'm going to tell you something, but what you do need, what humbling does, humbling, you know, like people say, you know, people don't want the truth because they can't handle the truth. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you something. If you can handle a lie, you can handle the truth. But what it is, is sometimes it is very difficult for the person who needs to be telling the truth to emotionally stand in what comes with telling the truth. Okay, but so then who, because I feel, I, I first of all, I completely do understand you because there are other ways to humble people other than humiliation, but humiliation will get you humbled. Correct. Right? But. No, humiliation like, will make you shut up. That's what humiliation well, you know, would do. Some people it, get humble through it. Like, you know, like you're in the military, they do like the hazing things and stuff like they humiliate you to break you down to build you up type of thing. Right. But, but being silenced is not humbling. And this is what I'm saying. What I'm speaking to is, is when, when you use the words humiliation, humble, joy, happening, those are things that, that are, um, relative, relative to your spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to, to be silent and don't use words does not mean that you're humble. It just means you're not talking. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying be silent. I'm saying when you receive it, like 
like I just said, in that example, when you used to see the Kevin say, because there were times where he would do that, uh-huh. have tell you the truth, uh-huh. and the women wouldn't be humiliated. They would be humbled, and they'll say, okay, well, what should I do? There's a lot of people who marriages even got saved, who uh, baby fathers and baby mothers got back together. Because yeah. as Kevin Stems is, is breaking it down. Yeah, like, well, and I'm you, exactly yeah. now. This is what I'm saying. I don't feel like I have to break somebody down to say what I'm saying because that's not what I'm saying. There, there was a purpose and space for Kevin Samuels as it is anybody no, else. And I don't think and, you're breaking somebody down. I just think, like you said, the truth right. is that. And like, the, but even this if you is, say it's soft, right? You can say it's soft, and if it read, you know, it's like the preacher, right? The preacher will say something truthful. And it hit you, you, you know, can still right. tear up, not be humiliated, right, but still be emotional, right? Because this is what I am, I'm, I'm saying, um, that I, what the the real purpose of what my podcast is for is, I just want to give a voice mm-hmm. to to um, women to hear another perspective. You know, not to take everything that I say as a the principle of how they need to move in life, but just to give you an alternative way of thinking, because I know I've experienced what it is to see a man have nothing. Mm -hmm. He had absolutely no monetary value. But when I heard him, I heard a wealthy man speaking. And I went into a period of time where I dated him, I married him, and he became a millionaire. Mm -hmm. So you can't always look, when you're looking for the man who already got a million, it's a lot of them that would have a million if they had the woman that has that kind of support. But if you're looking past him to get to the guy who's already made it, you're missing out on opportunity. Mm -hmm. It's just like... um. The the woman who um I, I know her first name is Jane. I don't know her last name. She was Ronald Reagan's first wife. Mm-hmm. And she was an A-list movie star. He was a D-list movie star. And she pretty much told him, You'll never um assail to where you're trying to be in Hollywood. And they divorced. His second wife, Nancy, came along. She said, you're not only an A-list movie star, you're worthy to be a president. Mm -hmm. And she became his wife as a president. You know, so it is, what I am speaking to is when you know who you are, when you ask most people, who are you? Just like right now, who who are you? Just in a short term, tell me who you are. Short term, well, I always start being a father. Because it's one of the first things I am. Okay. So I'm a father, I'm an educator, and then I create media. So when people ask me who I am, that's what I tell them. Okay. And I would say what you just told me is what you do. You're a creator. You create media. You told me you're a father. That's a title of what a role that you have. Mm -hmm. But what I would say you are, you are a gentleman. You're very observant. You're kind. You're thoughtful. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I cannot tell you of all the young men that I've seen around Eldridge, I see you as a strong supporter. Mm-hmm. 
So when I take in account that you are a supporter, you are kind, if I'm looking for a man that would further my purpose and what I'm trying to do, I will position myself in your path because you are that. And then because I know that you are a supporter, what you do for me is only a byproduct of who you are. I think you brought it full circle. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think I, I think I, now I see what you were saying. Like, if the women or if the people, if they get to know each other, right, and truly know each other, you'll know that I'm not just a father, educator, create media. You'll find out those traits, right. Then, like you say, if that's what you're looking for, position yourself. If not, position yourself out because maybe you want a different. Exactly, and your yeah, experience yeah. would be great. It isn't about, oh, I wasted my time on that person. I was. No, what you did is you crafted. But that's your, only if you know who you are, if you know you need a supporter. And that is why I said developing relationships is a skill set, it's not luck. It can be reproduced time and time again. And when you see relationships fail, it is because there became a breach in the process of healthy relationships. Because when you, when I'm looking at, when I get to know you, I know what you has to offer. Because let me tell you something. One day your children are going to grow up and they're going to be out of the house. And if things work out right, they will be self-supporting. So you won't have to lose yourself mm -hmm. just because you're not in the position of a father that you are now. You, you, because you know who you are in fatherhood was just a role you took on. Mm -hmm. You won't be lost. Mm, I like that. I like that. I, I, I see what you're saying. It's a full circle moment. So, but, the last thing I'll ask, and maybe we'll leave this as a cliffhanger, right? right? Okay. So you're building relationships. Mm -hmm. But what comes first? Do you build yourself, then build relationships, or can you do them simultaneously? You can do it simultaneously if you understand the skill set. Because then you will know just because you are putting, I'll use the analogy of building. Just because once the foundation is laid, you can start the framing. But before you even lay, uh, um, lay the concrete or in the foundational stage, mm -hmm. simultaneously, if you're pouring a um, foundation that's concrete, simultaneously while you're digging the trenches for the foundation, the plumber is putting his pipes in. The electrician is setting electrical. All those things are being done at one, but the focal is the foundation. Be in the reason why those things are coming in simultaneously because once the foundation is formed up with concrete, those things that are coming out of the concrete will be the sustaining mechanicals in the house. So if you're really clear on what it takes to build yourself and what you're looking for. And you are clear that you don't confuse what you need to be doing with what your expectation may be for somebody else to do. 
then you can do it simultaneously. But you got to be clear first. You got to know that when you're feeling uncomfortable feelings within yourself, know when they are coming from you and know when that person is creating a culture within this relationship that is making you feel insecure. Because if you're not clear on that, you will bring in accusations that are not fair. And so awareness is, is key. Self-awareness is key. And then second, when you have that self-awareness, it frees you um, to be able to know what you really um, can bring into your life that would be complementary. But while you are doing that, to lighten the expectation of this person making any provision other than showing up as themselves help the matter. Because that is where people are getting really misguided. If you meet somebody, you know, relationships are for mature people. Mm. It's for mature people, not people who are trying to escape life. Not people who are trying to um, shrug their responsibility. It can be shared responsibility, but you need to know that until you are mature, you will always think somebody owe you something, but with maturity, you realize nobody owes you nothing. And when you get something, you're very grateful. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Simply Paulette podcast, a podcast of the Jess Eldridge Media. 